Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. Hey, I hope you guys are ready to go for a run. If you're not, you're going to after this call because uh, our guest today, I'm telling you, you got me and her on one podcast. I don't know if Airways can contain the optimism and the motivation between us two there, Katina. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to get to know my friend, Katina. Many of you listening, you may already know her and if you do you know it's hard to come into her presence and not have a smile on your face so i'm excited for you guys and uh katina welcome to principles with Corey and logan thank you thank you i'm so glad to be here i you're right i love to keep a smile on somebody's face i mean so much going on and i'm gonna try to make you smile if you're not happy we're gonna be happy that's right. Don't 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 bring that in here, right? No fuddy duddy. That's right. No negativity. You know, we've got three kids and our, our daughter, Kendall. One of the things I'll say to her sometimes when we drop her off school, I'll say, Hey, Kendall, you see somebody without a smile on today, what are you gonna do? And she gets a big, big grin, you know, and she'll say, We give them hours, right? So it's it's right. You're right. You know, it's you see somebody with a smile on, it's hard not to smile. So Katina, for those that don't know anything about you, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background, your story, and uh, what you got going on right now. All right. Well, as Corey said, I am Katina O'Neill. I am actually from South Mississippi. Uh, I've moved to the north uh, part of Mississippi about 20 years ago. Um, I uh, married my wonderful husband, Mario, uh, 26, seven, seven years ago. This coming June, we have three children and two grandchildren, a girl and a boy. And so um, I have been in the medical field over 25 years. Uh, I worked for one of the biggest hospitals in the state of Mississippi for 25 of the, well, actually not for 25 years. And now I'm working at a cardiology clinic. I uh, was a wellness coach for Weight Watchers for over 10 years. Where I initially lost like almost 60 pounds. And so I, after that, I became a coach and I have just, you know, I love people. I love working now. Uh, I'm also a senior instructor at Federal Life here in Tupelo. It's an indoor cycling studio. I lift weights. I laugh. And I also have my own podcast. So I just, uh, I just love people. I love people. I love making people laugh. And uh, I think I'm kind of boring. Corey says he thinks I'm, I have something to talk about, but we'll see. No, look, if I can just get you started, I'll tell you what, you're just going to go to town. If I can ask the right question, y'all better get ready. That's uh, all I got to say. I, I just got to find that right okay. question. No, That's uh, right. It won't take long. You know, I, I want to go to something you said. So you said you lost 60 pounds right there. Uh, I, curious, you know, whenever you start down that path, Usually there's some kind of trigger that causes you to say, you know what, I, I need to change or I want to change. For you, what was that? Was there something like that? Uh, I've never been one to like get sick or go to the doctor. And so, and, it, and the six, it wasn't all at one time, it was yeah. like 30 at one time and then a little here and a little there. And then I would go back 
um, then I would go farther a little bit more overall about 60, right at 60 pounds. My trigger was I went to the doctor and I, they told me that I had borderline high cholesterol and borderline high blood pressure. And the doctor told me that I had 30 days to get it together or he was going to put me on medication. And I was like, I just, it, something clicked. I was like, you know, I don't want to be a statistic. I don't want to take medication. And I said, is this something that I can control? He said, yes, lose some weight. And I was like, okay. And so I just, he began, to, and I knew a lot of people that worked out. Um, I, I just started walking. I didn't do anything big. I just started walking, walking at the hospital track. And I could barely walk a mile without getting windy. But um, that one mile turned into two miles. That two miles turned into three miles. And then a couple of years later, you know, not long after that, I lost the weight. I started to lose weight. I went back to the doctor. My numbers were, were good. They were actually great. He said he was so surprised. But just from walking, I did not change my eating habits at that time. I just started walking because I didn't know. I've always was, I was, I'm from South Mississippi. I was raised off of soul food. So I didn't know that you can't put, you can cook greens and not kill the nutrition in them. I, I didn't know that. All I knew was, you know, greens is a green, mustard greens, collard greens, cabbage greens, spinach. I just knew it was a good green, but I didn't know. I didn't need it cooking for three hours. So that was a big process. Yeah. That was a big process. That's funny. You know, you, you talk about uh, South Mississippi cooking. Uh, uh, I really tried to eat really well and eat, you know, eat good stuff. And I can remember at Thanksgiving one, one year we were eating at my wife's family's house and they had some vegetables and there were some green beans. I said, well, I can, I know I can at least eat that. I'll stay away from the fried stuff, all that. And mm -hmm. I, I eat them green beans and they were so good. And I was like, man, that was some good stuff. What did y'all cook that in? <laughs> yeah, he look, his, her granddad pulled out a big thing of lard and said, I cooked them in this lard. I was like, oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> but you're I right. I understand. Yeah. You know, I, it, I do. One of the things you mentioned right there is something that I, I've seen so often is just don't understand, right? Like I, I didn't know. Right. It was just part of part yeah, of life. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's nothing. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't, no one had told me that, um, that you can eat vegetables without cooking them. I had no idea. I had been taught that. I didn't see that. And I actually did not see really overweight people in my family. So weight was never an issue until I got older and got out of college. Yeah. Um, continue, you know, you went to the doctor and they, they told you you're going to get on medication. You said, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. that tells me you've got a little bit of self-motivation and self-drive. What about some of those people that maybe have a hard time with self-motivation? They, they need somebody to help motivate them. Um, you got any words of encouragement for somebody like that? I do. You know, you have to get to the point where, that that at that point was like, I'm not going to do this. So I always tell people when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I know that sounds so cliche, you know, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you'll make a change. But literally, when you get sick and tired of yourself, of uh, the results that you're getting or not getting, then you'll make change. And I don't care. Nobody can, anybody can tell you something um, but until you decide, you know, I'm ready for a change, that's, it's not going to happen until you make that decision. 
And so I'll tell them, when you get ready, I'm here. You've got to make the first move. You've got to say, and you know, once you make the first move, the steps are just beginning to get a little bit easier and a little bit better. You know, it won't be as hard because you've made the first step is saying, okay, I need help. I can't do this. And so once you do that, that's when change will happen. But you've got to make up in your mind that you're ready to do it. Mm. I like that. And, you know, your your uh, radio show podcast you're talking about is Motivation with KO. And mm-hmm. I just want to hear your thought on this. A lot of times I hear people say, well, if I was just motivated to do it, then I would do it. And I've kind of found that the action comes before the motivation does. And does. Once, you, once you take it the does. action, the motivation comes. Just curious your thoughts on that. Well, you know, I, I agree with you, Corey. I hear people say that all the time. They say, well, I, how, can you motivate me? I said, no, you've got to do it. And I think the motivation comes after you're, di- you have to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. You have to, dis- just like we discipline ourselves every day to get up, brush our teeth, we should, wash our face, put on deodorant, take a shower. That's a routine that we do every day. So I don't have to motivate you to do that because you just automatically do it. But once you start doing that thing, once you say, okay, this is it, I'm going to do it. Once you make that point, say, okay, I can do this. That's when it, and start doing it every day, every day. If 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 your goal is to just drink more water, so many people are not doing something so simple as in drinking water. So if you just drink more water, just say, just say, you want to say, I'm going to start today. I'm going to start drinking more water. Okay, we'll start today. Don't look at the big picture that you need to lose 40 pounds. Look at the fact that, hey, I'm going to lose. I'm going to drink eight ounces more water than I did yesterday. And when you do that, yes. And then say next week, I'm going to drink 10 more. I mean, I think we try to take bigger steps and you don't need to take bigger steps. Just take one small step. And that one small step can lead to one big step, just like the discipline. If you continue to be disciplined, then the motivation will kick in, say, you know, I'm doing this. And then and me or you will come on and say, hey, you got this. You can do this. Come on. I see you. You winning. That's where that comes in, I think. But you, the discipline starts with you, and you just have to make that step. You have to make that step. And you almost have to figure out. I was One thing that when I used to teach um, WW, which was called Weight Watchers, one question I would always ask people is, you can come in here every day and hear what I got to say. You can read every book. You can meal prep. You can do all of this. But until you find out why you're doing what you're doing, you're not going to stick. And your why has got to be more than, oh, my class reunion is coming up. Or I'm trying to get in a pair of jeans. Or I've got a summer's coming. I want to get summertime ready. You know, I tell them your why should almost bring you to tears. If you really dig deep, it should, it should make you almost go, go. Wow. That was a lot. Sorry. No, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I mean, I love that going why five levels deep, basically. And yeah. Yeah. You're talking about those disciplines. <clears throat> it does come down to disciplines, w- mm-hmm. what you do day in and day mm-hmm. out, day in and day out. And Jim Rohn, he had a quote I, I-, I love. He talks about the formula for success and failure. Mm-hmm. He says the formula for success is just a few simple disciplines. Mm-hmm. Practice daily. Mm-hmm. Right? That's it. Every day. Yeah, every day. Now, I think every that's so day. good and right too. And he, and he says the formula for failure is a few tiny errors in judgment mm-hmm. every day. And exactly what you're saying is that to get that success, 
it's not going to be one giant leap. It's no. daily. It's daily. And you know what? Some days you may fall. It's okay. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, um, Donnie McClurkin, who's a gospel singer, he always say, we fall down, but we get up. Okay, mm-hmm. you may fall down, but you can get back up. So what if you miss it? So what if you um, didn't, you said something that was not positive? So what if you ate something you shouldn't have ate? It's okay. We're mm-hmm. imperfect people, but mm-hmm. we serve a perfect God. So, you know, we'll get there. You just have to keep taking one little step. Say, hey, you know, I missed it. I missed it. I, I did. I missed that. I totally missed it. Own it and move forward. Don't dwell on it. Don't lay around and play in it. Move on because greater will come after that. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Katina, I want to tee you up with something. Okay. Okay. You ready? I got the ball on the tee. You ready? Well, <laughs> bring it on, Corey Lee. So when I, when I see you, Katina, I, I, I really see joy and I see enthusiasm and I, I see definitely a positive, um, positive, uh, you know, mentality. I also see love too. And I just curious, you know, we went through COVID, all these challenges that people want to say, but I I still saw you with enthusiasm and a positive outlook. What is the source of your joy? Like if somebody says, (laughs) if somebody says, I want what Katina's got, what is the source of joy, Katina? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I mean, that's it. I have to, I know that in my strength, I can't, in my own stuff, I can't do nothing. In my own strength, I cannot do anything. Um, and I do know that um, there is a lot going on. Yeah. Um, just, I heard so many people say, oh, 2021 is going to be the year. They were so ready to get out of 2020. Oh, 2021 is going to be our year. 2021 was like, what? Yeah. Then 2022. Oh, things got to get better in 2022. Well, Omicron. And I'm like, can we not just quit worrying about the next? Let's just live in today. Live in the moment. Find something that's working, that's happy, that looks good, that feels good, that makes you happy. And I just, you know, I grew up thinking, my mom always told us there's something good in everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I've always kept that mentality. There's something good in everybody. And so that's what gives me joy is I try not to, I mean, it happens sometimes. Sometimes I do have bad days. Sometimes I miss it, but I always try to find the good in everybody. And because who wants to be around people that are negative? They yeah. just pull you down. We got enough negativity. We just turn the TV off or listen to something that we shouldn't listen to. And so I just always try to be uh, a source mm-hmm. of joy. Uh, and I think, uh, as being a source of joy, I almost feel like so many people need that. So many people need to know that this joy that I have, once they ask me where it comes from, how you get it, like you did, then I'm able to share the gospel with them. Yeah. I'm, I'm able to share them how I'm so happy, why I'm so happy, and why I choose to be happy. Because it's a choice. I choose to be happy. I choose to look at the brighter side. Um, I choose to see, you know what, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. It may look bad right now, but better days are ahead. We can't stay here forever. You know, we, we won't be here forever. And so you have to just look at the big picture and say, you know, we, we can do this. We can overcome this. It's too shall pass. Keep, let's keep moving. Yeah. Not saying I overlook all the negative, everything that's going around. I don't overlook it. I just look at the fact, okay, this is what I've got before me. How am I going to deal with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that to took, That took time to get there. That took time. 
Well, I was going to ask you that here in a second, too. But it, you, you're right. You can either choose to focus on the promises or you can choose to focus on the problems. Exactly. And, and I choose to look at the problems. I choose to look at the big side. Yeah. And, you know, the joy you're talking about, I, I think there's a misconception a little bit. So mm-hmm. me and you, we, we here in the Bible Belt, we got people to listen from all over the world. And one of the okay. things about the Bible Belt is, uh, you know, I think our, our our region is soft towards Jesus, right? But it's been hardened by religion. And, it has been. and the joy that you're talking about is not from a religion. It's from a relationship. It's definitely from a relationship. Um, just like you, just like you and your your beautiful family. I know you I know y'all to be good people because of what people have said, but once I got to build a relationship with you all, no one can tell me different. Huh. I know. Because I have built a relationship. Yeah. I have spent time with you all. I've talked with you all. We, you know, we we have some of the same values and ideas about certain things. So I've built a trust relationship. And so once you do that, it's not about whether this person is uh Baptist, Methodist, Black, white, Pentecostal. It's about we have a connection there. Yeah. And and it makes it a whole lot easier to um you know, to find the good, yeah. to find the good, to see the good and to dwell on the good. Yeah. Um, continue. You, you, you touched a little bit uh, about your mom teaching you some of that uh, kind of stuff. Just curious with some of your, some of the values that you have right now, were those acquired along the way or were they instilled into you like from your parents? So, so a lot of people, they, they have great families who, imparted to them core values other people not so much and they just chose to learn those along the way just curious for you was it more parenting was it both or how did that come about it was a little bit of both um like i stated earlier my mom always taught us to find the good in people and to always show appreciation um i remember something she always says if someone gives you something always let them know you appreciate it thank you um I remember her saying one time, if someone gives you a stack of newspapers, you know, take them. And I'm like, what are you, you going to do with a stack of newspapers? Because she said they didn't have to do what they did for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I've always kind of took in with me. And then some of these things I've just learned from a lot of falling down, yeah. a lot of hits, a lot of hits in life, um, going through life challenges, uh, wanting to give up. And then as I got closer uh, as, and with the Lord, as my walk with him, um, I began, I began to know that if he lives in me and if he's all this, so am I mm-hmm. not saying I'm him, but I'm saying if the greater one lives on the inside of me, he's got joy, he's got peace, you know, he, all those attributes that he has, I have them as well. And so um, I am to, to show that, and you know, and you don't have to, and I always tell my, my children is you don't have to make people like you. People should just want to be around. You shouldn't have to tell them who you are. They should just see, like Kendall, when she's at school, and they see that big old smile on her face, they should want to come and play with her because she happy. She's not whining. She's not crying. She's not being a troublemaker. She's a good girl. And so you should want to be around people like that. So I just want, you know, my mom just always taught us, you know, be nice to people, walk in love, and be appreciative. And then, like I said, as time went on, um, just going through challenges, falling down, getting back up. Uh, I realized that some of the things that I was doing was not working. And so I began to do research and reading and lots of praying and just realizing that 
I could do better than what I was doing. And it just, I just, I just chose to make that route. Most of the things were, were put in me by my mother. Yeah. That's good stuff. I love what you said right there. Uh, people should want to be around you. They should right. be attracted to you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, as soon as you said that, I, it reminded me of something I heard Shaquille O'Neal say one time. I, I, it's kind of funny along through here. We said, you know, if you got a problem with me, there's something wrong with you, right? Exactly. <laughs> and you know what, Corey, when you said that one time I had, and this is a, a story, if you don't mind me, just a quick little Go with it. story. One time this, I had men, men associate, we had a, a disagreement and, and I was just so hurt. And I was like, why does she not? I mean, I didn't understand why she didn't like me. And I, I was telling my husband about it. He said, baby, everybody's not going to like you. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't know why. And, I, <laughs> and he said, well, Tina, he said, it's just like little children. Everybody's not going to want to play with that child. And he said, just like Jesus, everybody won't accept him. Mm -hmm. And I was like. I mean, it was like things, something so simple, you know, yeah. but I thought everybody, well, he said, but your thing is don't let them not like you because of how you're acting. Let yeah. it be because of their actions, not your actions. Yeah. And so, um, I just, I just try to be a light, you know, cause we live in such a dark world these days. People need light. People need to have hope and people need to know. I think people, I think people just need a chance to say, you know what? If they can see me and you winning, if they can see me and you conquering and see me and you pressing forward, maybe they can come along and say, hey, I can do this. Because I had my childhood years were really tough. I, I had a, some tough years. I um, I was a young mother, fresh out of high school. I was got, got a child out of wedlock, totally against my family's uh, values because I was grew, grew up in the church. My granddad was a deacon in the church. Um, and so my family you know, knew the Lord, they were very popular, very good people. And so when I got pregnant out of wedlock, they thought it was the end of the world, you know? And so um, I got the chance to experience God's grace at an early age. Mm. And I didn't even realize that it was the grace that was sustaining me and his love, even though I made a mistake, he still loved me. And so that what made me also begin to love people as much as I do, because if I can love me, even though I had committed a sin by, by having a child out of wedlock, you know, he can love me. He can love anybody. Yeah. And so, you know, that as well. So I just, you know, I just, I just love people. I love, cause I see if, if he can forgive me and he can love me, man, it's a, it's, it's a win-win situation. That's right. You called to extend that, right? That's right. That is right. Yeah. So curious about that had to be a challenging time right there. How, how was your mindset then? Were you still feel the I was nowhere near where I'm at now. I mean, I was young. I was 18. I mean, I didn't have a clue about, I was just so naive and just so, um, just almost just you know, just most like most 18 year olds thinking, you know, it all but really didn't. But thank goodness for a godly praying mother yeah. that showed love. I mean, of course, she was hurt and disappointed, but she showed love hmm. and she helped me. And I just, you know, I got better. Things got better. I mean, it was hard. It was hard, but she um, she was hard on me. And uh, but she told me, you know, this is your child. This is your responsibility. You know, I'm going to help you. And of course, I had help with, you know, with my child's father and grandparents. But um, 
it was basically my responsibility, you know, and she, she was there with me and she helped me, but she, she showed me love and she showed me tough love. And I think that's what's helped me. She didn't baby me. She showed me that tough love and that tough love helped me to be where I'm at today. Yeah. Yeah. Can you speak into that a little bit? Cause here, here's the thing, I, that tough love right there. We were talking to a guy the other day and he was, his story is in our podcast that we've got. Um, he talked about how he got on drugs real bad. And it was really his mom who mm-hmm. basically dropped him off at, you know, when the, when the um, get clean, get clo- uh, sober type places and basically said, look, don't call me. It, this is, this is it, right? This is it. Uh, but it was tough love, you know, and he said it was, in the moment he was mad at her, but mm-hmm. it was that tough love that's got to be hard as a parent, right? Oh, but man, yes. Can you, anything you can say to that, that tough love now being on the I other can. side of being a parent? And that, yes, that tough love was like, I remember one time I wanted to go um, to out with some of my friends. Um, they were wanting to go out, and I was like, okay, I'm, you get a ba- I got a babysitter. Um, and my mom was like, no, ma'am. No, you have a child to tend, tend to. That's what she said, tend to. And uh, I said, well, I got a babysitter. She said, no, that's your child. And she said, you made this baby. You you took on the, you you made a choice. And now you got to pay, pay. You got to suffer consequences. And I was mad in a way And I mean, like I was mad at her, but that helped me for one, not to leave my child with anybody. I mean, and I trusted these people, but it also helped me to see the value, the, the, the choices that I made, the consequences and how I didn't realize how tough it was going to be. She told me, no, you know, you, you've got a child to take care of. And I was 18. I'm, I'm grown. I mean, you don't can be 19. What do you mean? She made me sit there with that, with, with my child. And, you know, and it, it was hard. I, and there's several times when I wanted to do something or wanted to buy something or go somewhere and I couldn't because I had other, I had other responsibilities over here. And what I wanted to do didn't even touch my responsibilities. And a lot of times we forget that the responsibility, the choices we make, the responsibilities that come behind those choices. Yeah. And they can be, you know, and at the time you're thinking, oh, I'm just having a good time. I'm hanging with my friends. I'm doing this and it's not so, you yeah. know, but it made me be the mother and the wife that I am today Yeah, because, I, you know, I knew then that she, I didn't know it then, but now looking back, she did it for my, for my good. And it yeah. helped me. It developed you into the woman that you are today. It is. And, and even, you know, just even with, you know, motivated people. And I'm, I sometimes I can be a little tough on people when they say, well, well, I want to help me lose weight. I want to do this. And I said, well, why do you want to do it? Well, I just need to know, but why? Mm-hmm. I said, well, come back to me when you, when you get your mind made up. But that's me. No, it's not. Because you're going to waste your time. And you're going to waste my time. And so until you're ready, there's no sense in us having this conversation. Yeah. And sometimes you have to put people in a the corner, then you see where they are. And that's what she did. She pushed me in that corner. And that, that was love. Mm-hmm. That was love. Ooh, you got something. I think we can go down real deep on there right there. You know, with, with what I see, it's so easy to make a choice right now, but mm-hmm. uh, to short circuit the responsibilities uh, mm-hmm. is, is uh, one of the things I see in society a little bit right mm-hmm. now and or, or the desire to do that. And, and I think it's so awesome that your mom did that because that has developed your character, your, your character part of mm-hmm. you. And when we do those things, choices that we make, 
they do have some kind of outcome. And we just have to be mindful of that, good or bad. And, you know, I can choose to do something bad. I can do choose to do something good. When I do that, there is some kind of outcome. And there is. There, there's a responsibility on the other side of that. And a lot of times people are trying to short circuit that that outcome. Uh, so anyway. That's yeah. true. You know, I heard Steve Harvey say something. I listened to, you know, he's got this book called Jump, Just Jump. And in this book, he talks about, um, you know, how his mom wouldn't let him. His dad was so hard on him. And he said all the other kids could do things and, and they could go to parties and they could get their dad's car and do stuff like this. But he couldn't do that. He said he didn't understand why his dad was so hard on him. He said, but his dad was teaching him, you know, you work, you save your money, you can buy your own car. You're not going to use my car. And so sometimes we don't understand how, why it's happening then. But in the end, if you keep, if you stay consistent, if you keep, keep on the same track, if you stay on track, you'll get, you'll, you'll see the end results. It will be good. You know, I didn't understand why she was so hard on me. I, I just knew, I always thought she was just, oh, gosh, she being so mean, but she wasn't. She was doing for, it was for my good. Yeah. yeah. It was for my good. Yeah, that's that's true love right there, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. That is. Well, so Katina, for you, what are you working on right now? What, what challenges are you taking on right now? Well, right now I am um, getting ready to going to, you know, as you know, I've had a podcast and a radio station, so I'm getting ready in February. Hopefully, if all goes well to launch that back on. I am also um, working with Tupelo Transformation Team um, with my friend, Corey Lee. (laughs) And uh, I am so excited about that. And uh, I'm just believing God for big things this year. I want to attend the John Maxwell Leadership Training Mm -hmm. uh, in Miami. I don't know how that's going to happen. I I just know it's going to happen. I'm believing that it's going to happen. And so um, I just want to motivate people. I want to encourage people. I want to put a smile on people. I want want people to experience this joy, this light that you see coming through. I want people to experience that and and so I think uh, John Maxwell team is uh, can help me there. So I, I am I'm excited about that. Um, and just continue to to work on me, so be a better me, so that I can be a better, so I can be better to everybody that I come in contact with. Yeah, grow yourself so you can add value to other people. I like it. Yep. Well, uh, you know, we did a. Um, <clears throat> So we're working with the Transformation Tupelo. I believe that's going to be incredible, uh, very very much a value add to our community. We did uh, a couple of years ago, we did the uh, worship in the park. I'm actually working on that right now. We're hoping to get one of those going again in April. Um, excited about that. But awesome. Katina, if somebody's maybe on the fence or maybe having a rough day today, can you do you have a word of encouragement for them today? Anything jump out to you today? And and I know that's a vague question, but I just want to see where it goes. Do you have any okay. source of encouragement uh, or joy for people today? I do. Um, just look in the mirror. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Inhale. Raise your hands. Stand up. Shake your feet. You know, just move around. You got breath in you. That's something right there to be excited about. Yeah. If that doesn't make you excited, there's hospitals that are flooded with sick people. Mm-hmm. And all of them are not COVID. There are some sick people. There are some sick people in mental institutions. There are people in prisons. There are women that are being molested daily. There are kids that are being trafficked 
from here to there. There are women that are giving their babies up for adoption or there's women or, or for abortion. They don't want the kids. There's so much going. There are women that are getting beat up every day. There are kids that have been abused by their parents. So if none of that's you, you've got something to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so you don't have a husband that's beating you up. You don't have a wife that's not taking care of you and not being a good wife and, uh, you know, sleeping with everybody or, or doing things that, that are not right um, per your covenant or whatever. You know, I, I know everybody on here may not be saved, may not serve this good old Jesus that we talk about. But if none, of, if you're not going through any of those things, man, that is something to get excited about. I mean, I don't care how bad it looks, how bad the bills are, how bad the children are. You know what? It can get, it's too cheap ass. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. Yeah. And that's coming from somebody who's been in the hospital setting, who works in the cardiovascular, the cardio. I sh- and I see sick people. I hear of sick people. I, it is, I am so, so grateful that um, in spite of everything, I still have joy. And then I try to find what makes me happy. So mm-hmm. what makes me happy, I get up, I get in my word, I work out, I walk, I talk to people. Uh, I love to see people uh, walking around. I see in my neighborhood, I see people walking around. I will almost fall going to the door to say, hey, how you doing? Good job. Hang in there, you got this. And, and they be like, you are like the neighborhood cheerleader. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Because you know what? It's, we still got joy. It's yeah. not that bad. We just, the world makes it seem like it's bad. I mean, we, it has its challenges. It has its challenges. But we take one thing at a time. One one thing at a time. Yeah, there's too many good things. I'm with you. I'm with yes. you. But yes. I, that's awesome, Katina. Well, hey, Katina, <clears throat> uh, you said you do uh, uh, spin classes. You've got Mm -hmm. your podcast. Mm -hmm. If anybody wanted to reach out to you or follow you or do one of your classes or check out your podcast, how would they get in touch with you? Okay. You can email me at we motivate, um, at gmail.com or you can, you you can also follow me on, uh, motivate with kale. My podcast is motivate with kale. So all digital platforms, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcast at. Um, also, you can come ride with me every Monday at 4.30 p.m. at Pedal Life here in the city of Tupelo, Mississippi. And also, and that class is called Motivation Monday. So uh, I will motivate you and I will scream at you, but I will leave you, you will leave out of my class tired and motivated. And then on Wednesday morning, I teach a class at 515. It's called Worship Wednesday. Everything we play is inspirational music. Um, we And then after the class, we have prayer. We have prayer after our class. And so that is my favorite class. Um, I've had people to get saved after that class. I have had people to say, you know what? I needed that. I was at a breaking point. And so that, that class is my favorite class. And so I do that. And um and you can also follow me on Instagram at on Motivate with KO. And so um, that's it. I, I don't have a book yet. Um, I'm working on that. It's coming. Coming. I don't know when. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's coming. We're just going to go ahead and put it out there. Me and Cora Lee. We got <laughs> books coming. And, um, yeah. you know, so that's what I do. 
I like it. Well, look, seriously, uh, I hope today has added value to you guys. If you're looking for somebody to that that really believes in you, cares about you, and hopes the best for you and will help you get there, Katina is that lady for you. She will do that. Um, you know, one of the things I talk about in coaching is that most people don't have somebody in their lives that care about their success as much as they do outside of their spouse or their mom and them. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a good coach. And that's, that's who Katina is. And she, I want to see you win. I want to yeah. see you. win. And yeah. when you win, I get excited when you do good. It, it excites me. I want to see us all win. Yeah. Well, Katina, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on principal. Thank you. Corey Corey. Logan. Thank you. Definitely have added a ton of value. And hey, thank you guys for taking a listen. And if today has added value to you, feel free to share it with uh, friends, families, coworkers. Um, make sure to like and subscribe. When you subscribe, it helps you to stay up to date with any of the uh, new release episodes. Also, if something that Katina said has stood out to you or you have questions, feel free to comment. And we'll pass those along to Katina and make sure she gets that. So I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a great day and God bless. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself, audit yourself and change your life? Hey guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment, please subscribe, give us a rate and review on your listening platform. And hey, we value your feedback and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?